When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome know. in to the CHGO Bulls post game presented by DraftKings. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up mm-hmm. that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Yeah. Bulls fall to the Cavs. 128-96 is yeah. the final. Not much of a home opener. Not really. Those are supposed to be fun yeah. and victorious. Yeah. And uh, you get to watch your team play basketball mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Don't forget that part. <laughs> none, of, none of those things happened. Hi. <laughs> Welcome in. Peck. Big Dave. Hey. Uh, we got our pal and our producer hanging out with us here. His name is Joey. It is. Um, maybe he's feeling better about the Texas Longhorns letting him down because mm. at least they were in it until the very end. They were all the way to the end. How are you feeling about the L, Joey? Why we got to bring this up? <laughs> I'm Damn, just, just asking, man. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. When you've been a Longhorn fan for six years, you, you come accustomed to these types of things. Like, Oh, damn. You know, it would be like if the Bears – Played poorly offensively in a game that they shouldn't have. You know, it just you get used normal. to these things. Yeah. Okay. Normal shit. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's very depressing. But hey, all right. Yeesh. <laughs> well, that is why we are here. Nights like tonight, it's a group therapy session for Come Bulls Nation. Come on in, guys. So Come on in. Hit us with those comments. Couch, Throw baby. us some of those super chat comments if you feel so inclined, and we will spend the next hour or so venting together. Yes. Um. Should we lead with something positive? Sure. Zach Levine played. He did. Looked pretty darn good. Damn right he did. Looked comfortable. His first step back three that he hit looked like, Mm. you know, quintessential, beautiful Zach Levine stuff. Yeah. Also had two very impressive drives to the hoop early in this game that showed the finesse and the strength. Both looked like they were there. Mm -hmm. I I feel good about what we saw from Zach tonight, Dave. You? 23 points, 9 of 16 from the field, 2 of 3. From the three-point line, I believe he was. Uh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry, two of, two six, of six. Excuse me. Two of six from the three-point line. Yeah, that's 33%. Yeah. I was happy. And because I talked about in the pregame, I just wanted to see that burst. Actually, when we were on Salim, Salim and uh, – uh, Shout out to our Bulls our guy, Ed Schuler. Yeah, when we were on their show, shout out, shout out. When we were on their show, that's what I talked about. I wanted to see tonight. Just wanted to see that burst from Zach. Um, there were no minutes restrictions on him. So, I came in, you know – not, you know, worry too much because Billy said there was no minutes restrictions. But, yeah, as soon as I saw that burst and I saw him just how comfortable he looked out there, he looked like he had been playing, like, honestly. And I, I was very happy about that. That was good to see. And DeMar felt it because DeMar was like, going to take night off a little bit on this one, man. I'm a little tired right here. And I'm not mad at him for it. And I'm not taking away from what Cleveland did. They did an honestly really solid job. Uh, playing defense on they execu- and they executed their offense. Yeah, oh, brilliantly we'll tonight. get into that for Yikes. sure. We'll get into that for sure. But but Zach Levine definitely looked good having those twenty three points. I was very happy with that. Fifty six percent from the field. Yeah, I was I was happy with that, man. I really was. So it's good to see him back. Got a couple steals too. Yeah, I mean, based on the amount of concern I've had over the last week or so yeah. of the, I guess it hasn't been a week, but basically since Wednesday, yeah. when it was like, hey, Zach's not playing in the opener. Um, I've just been a giant ball of burning stress. Uh, <laughs> so nice. usual, yeah. yeah. Normal. Um, okay. It was really good to see him out there playing that way tonight. Yeah. 
Now, and I'm sure, you know, Billy will probably get asked more questions about it after the game. Hopefully our guy, Will the Goat, will check in with us from the UC later on in tonight's postgame and give us some updates. But now you immediately kind of wonder, like, okay, is he going to play against the Celtics on Monday? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Cause we, you know, day on, day, day off, off right. day on. Are we, yeah. are we capable of doing that? Yeah. And how long is that going to go on for the season? You know, stuff like that. So we'll get – I don't know. I don't know. But uh, all I know is tonight he definitely looked good. It was good to see – Definitely made me feel better in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> that he was doing that. Later on, ugh, ugh, <laughs> yeah. ugh indeed. Or yeah. as AK would say with his super chat, well, that escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you find yourself in the middle of a vicious cockfight? <laughs> oh my god, um, it was tough. Uh, Michael Cavs D wasn't even that great. We just had bad offense. I mean, outside of Zach looking good. And DeMar occasionally yeah. picking and choosing his spots. DeMar definitely looked a bit more passive tonight. He did. Uh, second night of a back-to-back, he played 37 minutes last night yeah. and probably was wanting to say, hey, Zach, yeah. welcome no, back. Nobody's getting on DeMar no, or DeRozan not at, at all. all. Nobody's but getting on DeMar DeRozan. once again, what we saw in the first two games without Zach, we still saw again tonight because even though Zach came back tonight, Billy still chose to have certain minutes in his stretches of rotation with Zach and DeMar getting rest at the same time. He did. And as we discussed on last night's postgame, the second unit, yeah, yikes. Yeah, man. Yikes. They're missing some things. How did, There's no one to do anything. Mm. No one can run the offense. Mm-hmm. No one can shoot. It's more so that for me. Than, no one can shoot. It's more so that. Um because Dragic, I'm, I'm okay with him having the ball, you know, trying to set up the offense. And obviously he's got a pick and roll game with the, with the Andre Drummond experience uh, that's going <laughs> on out there. Like, he's got he's got something with him with you that. You handed out our tickets to Andre Drummond oh, experience. Hey, man. And, and Big Bro immediately was like, I would like to return this ticket. <laughs> and I told him, non-refundable. <laughs> Sorry, you got to take that. You got to take it, bro. You got to have that. Everybody is on this trip. Um, but I don't mind that. It's, it was the shooting. Honestly, that's, that's what it was. And I think that's why you also saw Derrick Jones Jr. come into the game. He was just looking for something to inject into this offense, man, because, my goodness, it was, it was, it was shockingly like, oh, my God, nobody knows how to do it. Like you said, like, nobody knows how to do anything. If it's not Kobe White, then it's like, okay, now what? You know, and Drummond's like, I'll do it. It was like, no, 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 no. no. Uh, like, nobody else wants to do it. I'll do it. But it's tough, man. What did I say on Salim and Ed's pod earlier today? Billy Donovan should make Drummond run 100 laps anytime yeah. he sees him dribble the ball. <laughs> Once. One dribble, 100 laps. Man, dude. Like, he was, man. It's okay, guys. I got this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's exactly what it you was. You so don't got this. Yeah. Love you, Andre, but, but know your thing. role. But that's the thing. Who around him is going to take it to, to make sure he doesn't do those things? Yeah. Who's like, okay. No, don't worry about it. I got it. You know what I mean? Where's that guy? We we don't have that guy coming uh, off the bench because they 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 got the pieces to to get out and run. You know they got the pieces that can defend. And shout out to how Cleveland uh, was playing offensively, okay? Because there really wasn't no defense for that all kind of offense and how they were hitting those shots, okay? But yeah, that that kind of thing with the second unit, Matt. Hopefully it, it doesn't continue on this season because we saw it in the first game and it looked solid. And mm-hmm. that's because. Uh, uh, Dragic was hitting his threes. Right. And yeah. it was like, okay, Dragic in threes. Now guys can get out on the run and do some things like that. And in this one, you just couldn't see it, man. It was man. some bad passes, bad turnovers. Holy it happened. crap. Speaking sure. of which, the bench shooting tonight, I just actually now looked to see how bad it was. Okay. Javante over two. Derek Jones Jr., bless his heart. Hit the only three he took, one for one. Thank you, Derek. Dromino for one. Tony Bradley in garbage time did take a corner three, missed it, of course. Marco over one. Dragage over one. Kobe over five. Oof, Oof. that hurts. That hurts. Caruso over one. Yeah. So, like, even not counting Marco and Bradley playing mop up minutes, between Javante, Derek, Goran, and Kobe and Alex, you got one made three from your entire bench. And I mean, to borrow from the great Will Purdue. Now what did we say? <laughs> now what do we say? Now what do we say? Like what do we say? We we talked about this coming into the season. We this is say, fuck. This was the biggest concern. Was the shooting? At least for me, it was. Was the three point shooting was the biggest concern because it was one thing you got to have in this NBA is it's that right. three point shooting. So you know, guys getting better and working on the shots in the off season is all we kind of could lay our you know lay our head on, and it just hasn't 
been a thing yet, man. Look, the three-point shooting, I want to make sure I get this right because I kind of – in the first game, 13 of 36 for yeah, 36 Everybody was hitting them. Yeah, yeah, they were doing their thing. Second game, 7 of 27 for 25%. Didn't they also hit 7 again tonight? Uh-huh. Tonight, 7 of 29. Oh, so slightly worse than last for night. For 24%. Meanwhile, the Cavs. It's not going to do it, man. Sixteen of twenty-seven, fifty-nine percent. They were in. Come on. They didn't miss in the first half. You know what? Like half of that, I'm like, okay, dude. It's no defense for that. Miss. No deep. Did did Kevin Kevin Love's only three that he missed was a forty footer, right? Just to see if he was hot, right? He was on fire from three. They were hitting from everywhere, man. They were a weld oil machine with their offense. They shot about what seventy percent from three, seventy-one at halftime, Mm -hmm. and were shooting sixty percent from the field. They 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 yeah. finished fifty six and a half percent from the field. Yeah, like come on, like you. Yes, I'm. I don't. There's no defense for that. I don't care how good the defense you're playing. They were scoring inside. They were scoring outside. There's no defense for that. They were also getting a fair amount of the calls. Oh my God, the calls! Like, I, and I, I saw I saw a lot of Bulls fans, you know, <laughs> complaining about the refs on Twitter tonight. The four of us sitting here were yeah. complaining about the refs because there were some trash calls. Bro, and you know me, I'm not one for that. No, like, I've never been one for that, but. Damn. And even still, Jesus. on a night like tonight, regardless of the officiating, yeah. the Bulls, more of the blame lies on the fact that they got outplayed. They did, man. Hard. They did. They got outplayed on defense, on offense, yeah. and they got outplayed on their home floor in their home opener. Outplayed, out-executed, out-everything. out man out Out-numbered, out-planned. <laughs> Shout out Lin-Manuel. Um, so, but again, a lot of it comes down to this team does not have enough shooting. Yeah, clearly, clearly. Um, our guy Bulldog texted us at some point tonight. Like this, te- this roster legit has only three but reliable guys who yeah. can knock down threes on it right now. That's it. And one of them and I was like, oh, you mean Zach, Kobe, and Lonzo? And he was like, I wasn't even thinking Lonzo because right. he's out. Right. He's like Zach, Kobe, and sometimes Vooch. Sometimes that's Vooch. it. And you like half a point, half a point <laughs> half for Vooch. Point for Vooch. Half a point. Um, who, yeah. to his credit, was two of three from downtown tonight. But yeah. That is one fair criticism of this front office and what they didn't accomplish this past offseason. Yeah, agreed. And I see this super chat from Evan saying, how would you rank Acme in their tenure so far? C minus question mark. Okay. Here's my answer to you, Evan. It is a fair criticism that Acme did not address this team's very glaring and apparent need of three-point shooting this offseason. Yes. To say that that warrants a C minus if you are grading holistically what AK and Eversley have done since arriving here I think that is some of the harshest I would not want to be your student that is cruel they inherited a a dumpster fire wrapped inside cyanide yes correct and in less than two years turn it into a playoff team yeah bro yeah C minus yeah no no, I completely no. agree. You, I you're allowed agree. to be frustrated on a, light, a night like tonight when a flaw that we all saw this offseason showed its ugly face yeah. in a blowout loss on our home floor. A lot about what happened tonight sucks. Mm-hmm. You can't sit there and tell me that you want to talk about the C minus uh, that the front office deserves in your eyes tonight because of that. <laughs> Miss me with all of that nonsense. Yeah, that away. Like, Matrix ducking on that one right there. Okay. <sighs> He's beginning to believe. <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's not. It's not. That's definitely not the great. And again, and it's funny. I don't want to say it's the third game of the season. Like that's not how I want to approach this. Uh, it was just that game against the Cavs where they could not miss anything. I don't want that to be lost in this where everybody's angry at certain things. But one thing is they didn't miss nothing. All right, they hit everything. Dude, we saw Jared Allen hit a jump shot. All right, and then the next play down, he hit a whirling spin left hook off the fucking glass, bro. Like, come on, dude. Like, really? Like, when? Since when has he got that in his game? Dude, what was Lopez? Lopez looked like he missed one shot. Uh, <laughs> he looked like he missed – I believe he looked uh, like he missed Yeah, one. Rolo, six of seven off the bench for 12 come points. Come on, dude. What are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, Nicholas, they looked dynamic. Yeah, they looked incredible out there. And Garland wasn't even out there. You know Mm-mm. what I mean? They didn't nope. even have their starting point guard available to them, man. But, yeah, they, they got them. But I'll give it to them in the second half because the second half they didn't cool down with their shooting. They still didn't cool down with how great they were playing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they definitely outplayed 
the Chicago Bulls, especially in that second half when the Bulls were getting it to nine points. And it, at the end of that third quarter, we were like, okay, bet. Got it down to nine. Maybe we can get it down a little closer before we had into the, oh, shit, it's, it's back to 18. Like, <laughs> like that. Like, just really that quick. They did that before the end of the half. Yeah. They got it down to nine. We're like, okay, let's get it inside. Oh, 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 no. Oh, back up to 14. Like, it was just quick, fast, in a hurry how they were getting that lead back up, man. So, I, I'm not going to take nothing away from what the Cavs did uh, to the Bulls tonight, man. It was it was mean. <laughs> it was. It was really mean. And, yeah. and, and I mean, like, and some of it is, wow, okay, you got ex- out-executed. Yeah. But also, effort-wise, you know a great indicator when it comes to effort? Look at the boards, man. Yeah, bro. Okay, well, the boards. One team had 35. Okay. The other team had 48. Jeez. I'll let you guess which is which. I'm going to say the winning team. How did the Cavs have that many more rebounds than the Bulls did when the Cavs didn't miss any of their shots? That's a great point. How is that possible? That's a great point. That's a great ah! point. And there it is. There it goes. Oh, Look at that. Right. Our first there time, though. Hey, that throw And, oh, oh almost. Curveball. But I'm glad now you have two hats, uh, Joey, because you retrieve. Uh, we need the, the hat, hat bucket. We need the hat bucket. Which actually, while we were watching the game, dis- we discussed that now it's evolved not just to a hat bucket, yeah, but a Joey's hat dispensing smart. machine. Joey's a smart, smart man. He came up with that idea. He wants a hat bucket right there, but you wanted to go a little further. I want to take it a step further than the hat bucket. Yes. And have a hat dispensing machine. Okay, okay. I'm cool with all of that. Like the plates at a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> just spring right up. Like how you would do your tray of meats. Yeah. <laughs> it's just compiled up. <laughs> Back hey, in your face. Thanks, bro. Okay. All right, now I got a backup hat. You got a backup hat. We're going to see how the hat. This is a great prototype for the hat bucket <laughs> and see how it works. Let's hat see how this bucket. works, ladies and gentlemen. He's got now. He's got that. And hat throw one <laughs> has, is in full effect. Nicholas in the top is saying throw a sandal. Who throws a shoe? Who throws a shoe. Honestly. Honestly. <laughs> that really hurt. <laughs> Oh, I'm so frustrated. Yeah, man. That um, was tough. Okay, I see lots of Pat talk in the comments. We should we should probably get to that coming up here in a minute. We'll get to the Pat uh, game that wasn't and all of your comments about Pat coming up next. While we read a couple of ads here, do uh-huh. us a favor and hit that thumbs up button. We got almost 200 people hanging out with us live on YouTube right now. What's up, y'all? And only 33 thummies. Let me get some more thummies from you, please. Thank you. What now? Thummies. The thummies. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Why? What do you, do you have a problem? I have no. No. You got it. <laughs> you, 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 you got something to say, Dave? I do not. You got it, my friend. On yours. You sure? Your world. Your world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just living in it, man. All right. Uh, shout out to our friends at DraftKings. DraftKings. Guess what? Vooch. Uh huh. Cash for me again tonight. Boom. Took him over two and a half assists. Boom. Snuck in there with three, baby. Trace. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA and our official sports betting partner here at CHGO. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Yes. Check this out. In addition to those bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up. Same game, parlays. Yeah. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, opt in, and place a stepped-up same game parlay today. Today? Or tomorrow. Today. We got what, we, we got probably some uh, some fun uh, NBA Sunday games tomorrow night. Oh, you better believe it, man. It's more NBA and NFL. So, so Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's going tomorrow's down, Tomorrow's going to be a man. great sports day. Going down. Can't man. wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be sending plenty of it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Plenty. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook's where I go. Mm-hmm. Depending on the NBA, NFL, anything. Mm. So download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now with promo code CHGO to get that deal for a $5 bet on any game this week for a $200 in free bet reward if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code CHGO. How much was that, man? $200. Now, when you guys see Matt toss that hat, it's not just rage that powers that hat. Mm -mm. It's not just that. No, no. It's also... Those 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and oh, my sweet everything on an island, the adaptogens. <laughs> oh, got to have them. They help him start his day. Why are the adaptogens on an island? Why wouldn't they be? Okay. <laughs> yeah, they help him start his day correctly. I, I'm not a scientist. I no, no. <laughs> yeah. 
There's an island of adaptogens that they grow it in, Matt. <laughs> they put it together. Oh, adaptogen island. Yes. That's yes. what that's what AI stands for? Is yes. adaptogen island? Correct. It's next to Turk, Turks and Caicos. I learned down that way. so many yeah. things hanging out with this guy. That's what it is, man. That's what it is. It's more of a peninsula, though. <laughs> like, but it's awesome. It's pretty like good. Florida? I don't want any yeah. of that. <laughs> <laughs> but you want some of this. Because you want to get down with your athletic greens. Because that special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and your aging. All the things that you want to take care of. Costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health. And it's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you might have. It's cheaper than getting all those different supplements yourself. You are investing in that all-in-one nutritional insurance. It's vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. Contains less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals, artificial anything. It does all this while still tasting good. And it supports better sleep quality and recovery. Mm. See how you can do that shoulder shimmy feeling right? Because mm. the athletic greens is on all day and night. That's right. Damn right that rhymed. That's how I go, baby, to make it easy. Athletic greens is going to give you, yes, you, with your wonderful self. It's going to give you. That free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D. And on the one hand, five of them things. Five. Five of them free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com. C-H-G-O Bulls. That's athleticgreens.com. C-H-G-O Bulls. To take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Because it's Athletic Greens. Matt scoops it. He dumps it. Mm-hmm. He shakes it. Shaking. He drinks it. I drink it. And then what did he do, Joey? He feels it. Mm, it's true. in his bones. Had him today. Yes, you did. Three weeks strong now. Very proud of you, man. Whoop, whoop. It's 21. Uh, we, we, got a, we got a Cavs fan hanging out in our comments. Sure, why Todd. not? Todd. Darius didn't even play my favorite player statement game. Go Cavs, Donovan Mitchell, baby. Game changer. Not mad at you, man. You, you feel good. Thanks for watching. Go ahead and enjoy this yeah. victory, and thanks for watching. Yeah. I'm sorry that you love Cleveland. <laughs> that's That's got to be a rough life. It's got to be a be tough a, one. Uh, got to be tough. Read the shirt, baby. Read the shirt. Yeah, he lives that, actually. Yeah, he lives that. Joakim only spits facts. No When's the last time you've been to Cleveland? When's the last time I've been to Cleveland? Yeah, it's time. been a while. Um, t- September 20... 20- 18? 18? What were you there? Were you there on vacation? No, sadly, I was there uh, oh. for a funeral. Oh. Uh, the parent of one of my dear friends from college. Oh, sorry to hear that. Um, I'm yeah. also sorry. And and now my, that friend no longer lives in Cleveland, but lives on the East Coast. So, yeah, okay. it's been a while since I've been to Cleveland. Okay. All right. But I got mad love for Cleveland. Yes. Just not when I'm in my Meat Hedge Chicago sports fan mode. Which is what we're in oh, right now. Correct, Amundo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mad love, says Peck. Mad love. <laughs> what? Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Is that some reference that I don't understand? <laughs> don't worry about it, man. Don't worry cool. about it. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, where, where is this comment from Chocolate Salty Bulls? I liked it. Chocolate um, Salty Bulls. Ah, Pat's casual downcourt jogging form oh. is mint. The only positive takeaway from his game tonight. I just wanted to use that as a jumping off point to talk about Pat. Yes. Um, 16 minutes. Oof. His minutes continue to drop. And drop and Uh drop Mm -hmm. from game one to two to three. Mm -hmm. And really, that 16 was 11. Yeah. Until Billy waved the white flag, sent Marco out there, Mm -hmm. sent Tony Bradley out there, Mm -hmm. sent, bless his heart, would have loved to see him earlier, Dalen Terry out there, and then sent Pat out there. Mm. And was like, Pat, garbage time. Mm -hmm. He didn't play Pat from the 930 mark of the third mm-hmm. until garbage time in the game was over. That's so crazy. What does that man. say? It's saying that he's is that is that anything other than a coach sending a message to his player? That's all it is, bro. He's like, dude, you. you're being trash. That's what he's telling him right now. Like, what are you doing, dog, out here right now? And nothing frustrated me more. <laughs> Checks in. <laughs> <laughs> nothing frustrated me more. Then watching that dude check into the game and then say, oh, yeah, I got this. Give me the ball. Shot, shot, rebound, getting down the floor, all this shit. <laughs> that, that, that just let me – it's all mental with him, man. It's all clearly mental with him. What kind of a roadblock is that? Like you see him come in where he knows he's better than that, and then immediately he says, oh, yeah, this is how you dribble. 
Oh, okay. Oh, this is how you pull up and take the shot. I remember how to do it now. I don't understand that. That's that's what I'm trying, the hurdle I'm trying to get over. Because I've never really seen it like that before. You know what I mean? I don't remember it being this kind of hurdle early on in his first tenure here. I'm talking about his rookie year. Mm-hmm. And even in those short four games, even the games after, I, I don't remember it being to the point where he's like, I forget how to play basketball. You know what I mean? Like, we saw flashes, like, during those times. How does he forgetting how to play basketball, and then all of a sudden when he gets in with the trash lineups, he's like, oh, yeah, I got this now. That was so frustrating to me to see that, man. There's something there that's not connecting with him, man. And Joe Cowley, I talked about it on Salim's, wrote an article where he said he had the one-on-one with Patrick Williams. And even those things he was saying, I was like, no, nah, man. <laughs> like, no, this isn't – no, it's hard to play with stars. Like, what? You're in the wrong league. Like, you got stars. You're going to have to play with stars. This is a thing. That shouldn't stop you from wanting to provide effort for your team. Each one of these games, Matt, there have been spaces for him to come in and do something. We needed him to come. And I'm talking even in the win. You needed him to come in and do something. You cannot go a whole game without a defensive rebound. How does that happen? You can't sit here and come a whole game. Your brother had an over-under with Patrick Williams of two and a half points. <laughs> and he and if it wasn't for that three-point he hit in garbage time, he would have hit that shit. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Yo, man, look. I'm still with him. Like I said, I'm giving him 20. But these last two are alarming to me, man. This is really alarming to me what I'm seeing. <laughs> Mark K in the comments cough mark k might be right on pat what you were this but well, i'm saying mark k were you this right that he's like two points a game right you know what i mean like i don't that's this also, dude is on another level of what the hell also i know this is going to sound completely hypocritical coming out of my my mouth mark but don't take a victory lap on this now <laughs> don't be that guy don't that, be that petty you know what you're right that is completely hypocritical coming from you <laughs> that's why i said that absolutely you're correct absolutely man. um yeah we got a lot of pat heat in the comments here matthew ray with a super chat saying pat hit a pull-up then went straight to the bench. Billy often benches him right after he tries to be aggressive. I think you're misremembering things there. I know the pull-up you're talking about it happened in the first half, and it was sort of like on a broken play where there was a little bit of a scramble, and then all of a sudden the ball kind of just like pat, popped to Pat, mm-hmm. and he had a baseline like 15-footer, and he was wide open. Yeah. So he rose and knocked it down. Yay, good for him. That was right. the only two points he scored in the first half. Right. Um, I think that was towards the end of his stint, whatever that stint was. Mm-hmm. I don't think Billy pulls him for being aggressive. I think Billy pulls him for being not aggressive. Yes, yes. Billy has said as much yes. in his comments about Pat yeah. and the ways in which he's asking him to be aggressive. And it's not necessarily about shooting or not shooting. It's like, dude, go convince me and the other nine people out there that your body is on the court right. doing things, moving. You, and you know what was so even more frustrating? Because now I can – put something to this because I saw it in this game on the two halves of it. I watched him when he was taking his shots during the game, when they were still in the game, and they didn't look confident. It was just we were happy he was taking a shot. Joey said that. Like, he took a shot. Joey was like, well, at least he's shooting. You know what I mean? We are just happy to see him take a shot. When he got into garbage time, the confidence that he had shooting that ball, he was like, yeah, baby, this going in. It, it was confident as hell. That's what's frustrating. It's like you know it. It's there. It's in your brain, and you can't. And you got a locking key on it for some reason, and you won't give nobody the key. And we're trying to get in there to unlock it, man, because there's something in there we got to get in. But it's it, that's what's so frustrating, man. Like he knows it. He knows it. He studies it. He gets it, but he's not doing it until he's the best player on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what's frustrating mm-hmm. about it, Matt, because he's like, oh man, these dudes are trash. I can dominate them. Oh man, these dudes are good. I don't think I should do anything. And, yeah. and that's what's confusing. Like, it's just very, very confusing. It's like when he's out there with the starters, he has imposter syndrome or something. Yeah, yeah, right, right, like, oh, right. I don't belong that's a good here. One. Yeah. He's like, it's hard to play with stars. Zach, tomorrow, you're the stars. Like, right. I don't want to step on anyone's feet. He's like, no, dude, go help him. Right. Kick his feet. With your basketball skills <laughs> right. that you theoretically have. Kick his feet, step all on them toes, man. Uh, like, for real. Whoa. Oh. Emilio with a comment that maybe is shading in Getting dark territory, saying, Uh-oh. I would love to see DeMar take out his frustration on P-Will in the locker room. Whoa. You mean, like, verbal abuse or physical <laughs> abuse? Like, what so are we... Verbal? No, there was, a, there was a string of comments earlier arguing whether or not a, a punch from Draymond Green can help wake up some of Patrick's... 
Lost I have game. No problem. I'm not sure. Right, because violence solves everything. Right. They also might not have been aware that Jordan Poole was playing at a high level all of last season. <laughs> he just got paid a ridiculous right. amount of it's money. It's not like they just paid reason. him because oh, he's been punched now. Right. Here <laughs> he comes. Here's your settlement. No, that was it. Was because he's good. I have no problem smacking him in the head. We don't condone violence here. So, so capital so, <laughs> verbal abuse. Actually, it's Schneeblay. <laughs> you know what? That would be a great cheer up is to just go home and watch School of Rock later tonight. He's absolutely right. Everybody Always do that. Works. Always show, works. Go watch School of Rock. Uh, Matt Lennon with a super chat. Are teams taking advantage of Billy Donovan's rotations? Is he too predictable? Ooh. I think it's hard to say that in game three of 82, especially considering that tonight, Zach played for the first time. Yeah. Billy Donovan's rotation changes, and he went 11 deep. Yeah. Before garbage time, he went 11 deep tonight. He did. So tonight's rotation, with Zach coming back in and adding Derek Jones Jr. to the mix, was completely different. Yeah. So, I mean, if you ask me that question towards the tail end of last season, I would say, yeah, I think you got something there. Sure. Through three games, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either, man. Like, But, man, something has to change. And, and it's – I, I, how can I put it on him when I'm looking at the second unit? Like you said, we can't find a guy to do something. <laughs> so it's hard for me to, like, what, how can you scheme, you know, for those kind of things? He's still trying to figure it out right now, honestly. This is why you saw Derrick Jones Jr. in the game, you know. And I'm telling you, Daylon Terry is coming. Like, you're not going to be able to just keep that on the bench with your, your bench playing like this. And you're like, well, he might have some talent. You ain't going to be able to keep that on the bench. He's going to have to get in there and play uh, and do something for it. But – Man, <laughs> you got a cello, you got a bass. Slip it on its head. Slap it the bass, man. Slap it the bass. Cameron saying Dalen Terry needs to be unleashed. Look. This third game, I'm just saying he's got to play. I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying he's got to play. If it's going to continue to look like this, and he's going to go 11 deep, you know right. what I'm saying, and do those things like that, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to have to find something that works because – it worked in the first game, but what worked then isn't continuing to work now. Yeah. And you got to find some three-point shooting at some point in time. And I know he can shoot. I'm yeah. not saying he's your answer for any of these things, but you got to try something. You have to. Um, Brendan in the comments saying, even if it turns out that we find out P-Will isn't the move, isn't the right guy, what do we expect for a return now if we did have to move on? And I think I saw somebody else earlier in the comments talking about, like, man, it's a shame – there, the league was really high on Pat, and sure. there was talk about uh, teams around there trying to get Pat mm-hmm. in various trades last year, two years ago, this offseason. Mm-hmm. None of it happened. I, that, that is a really dark thought that I don't want to entertain right now. Like, I am hanging on by a thread in believing in Pat, and it is the tiniest of threads. I'm still there. But I still don't even like thinking about well now even if we try and trade him because we're giving up on him we're going to get you know pennies on the dollar right because right. the league through three games has now gotten more evidence in the pat can't play basketball department that's just too depressing of a thought for me right now and see i don't even thank think- you for your thought i kindly throw it out the window <laughs> i'll take that away <laughs> i don't even think it's the that league is thinking that he can't play basketball because i think he's in a position where teams like oh this is mental oh we can fix that you know what i mean like everybody they do it all the time in the NBA. Like, oh, we can fix that guy. Oh, no, all he's got to do is this and this, and we can fix that guy. I still think he's kind of in that position, honestly, because you see the tools. You see what the size. That will always be attractive to a player. Is he still hot, fire, like you can get Rudy Gobert or something? Like, no, not after these three games. You're not on that level. But you can still get something for him because, one, he's still young. Two, you see he's got the skills, but it's all just looks like it's up here right now. And – there are a lot of teams that think they could fix it. I don't know that. what you're talking about, Dave. Pat turned 35 today. <laughs> that dude is no spring chicken. I don't even understand, though. Like, who – what are they in position to even be thinking about that? Like, it's not – this Bulls, not. This Bulls yeah. team's not competing for a top three spot in the East. Right, like, right. The only path to doing something like that is for Pat to take a step forward. They, they've invested so much in them already if you're just going to sell – like, I agree with what Matt said. It's a terrifying thought to think of. It just makes no sense given where the team is at. True yeah. indeed. True indeed. They've they've invested a lot in believing in him. Yeah. Matthew Ray in the super chats. Never leaving Pat Island. Good luck. 
Cool. Um, I'm on it with you, bro. But like I, I said, I had 20 games. <laughs> I was, 20 I games. was. Um, the population had certainly dwindled by the time that I paddled away from Lowry Market and Island. Everybody, I don't know if I want to be caught in the same scenario with Pat. Everybody does know this. Like we obviously all know this, but it is. I do find it important to keep remember, keep reminding everyone. Like he missed almost all of last season. He's still basically playing at the beginning of what you know what would be it's his second much season. Two. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. I swear, you know, I it's not crazy to think like there's he he's. He is super young. He's there. Still is like we've seen. He has potential. We've seen him do it before. It's like it gets more concerning with each game that goes by. And no he, you're right. Everything you say is is absolutely dead on and correct, sir. But the concerning thing for me is he doesn't even look like he did his rookie year, and that's what's concerning. You know what I mean? It's going in the wrong direction. It's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, a hundred percent. Even in the second year. I, that Knicks game always stands out in my head mm-hmm. because we I remember in game four, we said, all right, Pat, we want to see some aggression as you start doing stuff. And he literally did that. Yeah. He literally started doing stuff like that block. Then he goes the other length of the floor and gets that nice late. I was like, and then that pull up he had, we were in the crowd like, oh, shit. Yo, Pat's looking right. And then he went up for that dunk and, you know, got hurt. And we were like, oh, okay, he'll be back. Cause, and so I'm saying, I haven't even seen that kind of a just small no. cluster it, of something. It definitely from him. looks like it's regressing. Yes. And that is worrisome. That's the worrisome part, man. And it's up here. Because uh, I swear it ain't physical. He spent the whole damn summer with DeMar. You our, know it ain't physical. Our guy Celine with a super chat uh, saying that Mark's taking a victory lap on P. Will, but silent about those 0 3 Sixers. <laughs> our guy Mark K uh, is very high on the Sixers, picked them to win the East. This year. Oh, they 0-3. Uh, wow. They are 0-3. To the Spurs. Bulls have bro. a better record. They lost to the Spurs tonight. Spurs, man. Which, like, you know, careful. I don't, I don't know when the Spurs are on our schedule. We'll, we'll you know, we'll have to play them, too. <laughs> right, real tough. It's hey. also, uh-huh. the last thing I want to say is, like, we so, get a lot of comments saying, like, stop making excuses for Pat. Stop doing what this. Do you do? What excuse? It's not an excuse. Like, you, you know, we just spent I'm the last just... 20 minutes talking about how we're about to <laughs> abandon what, what ship. What are you talking about? There's so many examples of players that break out in year three or year four. And if the Bulls were to trade Pat and then he turned out to be the player that we had, like, it would be it would be a hundred times worse, you know. Like, ah. Said cough, cough. Bobby Boyd is yes. And and look, Brandon, I see your comment. Uh, there's players coming in the league younger than him, bringing positive impact to their teams. Pat was the youngest guy in his draft class. Yeah, he was. So as far as draft class by draft class, no. And then as Joey was just saying, this is basically year two for Pat. He missed ninety percent of year two. You know, retroactively, this is year two. Yeah. And he is still very young. And, okay, are you talking about 19 and 20-year-olds who are of the 22 draft class and you've seen them play three games their rookie year, maybe two games, and you're convinced that right now that they're better than Pat? Or people from the 21 draft class who you're convinced – I mean – Okay, fine. We're not making great excuses for Pat. Right. We're adding a little bit of context to the don't abandon all hope here yeah. because he is still so young and theoretically capable of improving. But we're also sitting here saying that sucked. Yeah. And these three games have sucked. Yeah. No one's making any excuses for that. They have, man. And, I, and the more I hear him talk, the more I just keep hearing him in my head saying, I want to go to the bench. I want to play off the bench. Like, it's hard playing with all-stars. You know what I mean? Saying stuff like that just sounds like to me, like, all right, I want to come on. I'm not comfortable here. Put me in this scenario where I'm more comfortable. But this is the problem. It's the NBA, and you're huge. (laughs) That's that's the problem. They couldn't start Javante Green because Evan Mobley is out there. My God. Like, they can't, bro. You are colossal. They had to put you out there for that reason. So you have to find your way in that sense. Will will Billy go to the – Put him on the bench. I think he will because, again, he is not beholden to any lineup. He will go ahead and put him on that bench. Mm. I think that will happen. But Head coachmanship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, <laughs> it's just how comfortable he is with this stuff. And I honestly appreciate his honesty, but it's just how comfortable he is with it that it's just worrisome, man. You know, but we're, we're going to see because I'm telling you, he's going to go to the bench. And here's my other thing with it, Matt. Whether you're telling me it's on the bench or whether you're telling me you have trouble playing with All-Stars, I've seen you in both scenarios and not look good in either one. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the issue. You want to do this. Okay, great. You can go to the bench, do your thing. I got you. I feel you. 
you still can't grab a rebound <laughs> when yeah. you're coming off the bench. You're still hesitant shooting the three. So maybe you need more time on it, whatever is the case. But I just know in these three games, like you said, in these two games, it has not looked good in any of the games. Mark K. Pat celebrating his 87th birthday. There's still time for him to become a player. <laughs> right, because that's the same thing as talking about somebody who just turned 21. <laughs> He's Get just tired of, of hearing it. I Get know. Mark Hayes is tired of hearing um, it. Before we move on from Pat, the one thing that we did want to do, Joey, do we have that video that was going around the TikToks and the Twitters? The TikTokers? So That's a TikToker, by No, when exactly this was, but it, it looks to be recently because they're all wearing like hoodies and hats and stuff. They are. That, to me, I am almost 100% sure that's Raging Bull yeah, okay. at Six Flags up in Gurney. Okay. And that is Caruso, Levine, and DeMar up there in the front row. And then Javante, you see, there's Dalen Terry. Yep. You see all these bulls. Kobe, yeah. Yep, Kobe. And if you listen, they're all yelling there he is. Yep, to him. get Patrick Williams yes. to join them on the roller coaster. How symbolic is this? <laughs> Pat! <laughs> Don't be scared. Get on the roller coaster. Ride. It's fun. Ride with us. Is that wild? We're all <laughs> doing perfect, it together. Perfect that, symbolism, that's right? That's a crazy metaphor. The whole perfect. team is doing it. Perfect. Perfect. And I mean perfect, Look, man. And for the record, let us state here, we, it's, we at CHGO do not necessarily believe in peer pressure. We do not. Peer pressure is an evil that are put on kids in certain he's situations He's trying to get schools. me to eat meat millions of times. And I he's trying going. to get me to eat quinoa. He got athletic no, greens. No, sir. I did not try to get me quinoa. He's trying to get me to eat salmon burgers. I didn't do that either. Communist. <laughs> um, <laughs> peer pressure's bad most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, Pat's teammates yelling at him to get on the damn roller coaster. Yeah, man. I don't even care if Pat has a deathly phobia of roller coasters. He needed to get on that damn roller coaster. Honestly, that's And real. get on the metaphorical one as well, because we are sick of watching your junk, trash, bum ass <laughs> pretend to play basketball every night. It's true that I agree. He, he, you got to get on that roller coaster with your friend. Get on. And I can't stand roller coasters. I'm not a fan of them. Buckle in. But if your teammates are going, you got to suck up one time. You have to do it like, all right, man, all right, fine. This one time, I'm in. You got to buckle up, buckle up. You got to suck it up, and you got to get on, and you got to do that, man, on a roller coaster. He has to. You know what I'm saying? And, and the fact, you know what I also like? How supportive the team was yes, about like, it. Come on, man. How supportive it. they were about it, man. Like, they teaching was a like, kid to ride dude. a bike or, you know, like applauding a puppy for peeing outside. Yes. They were you like, yeah, come on in, we bro. Let's in do you. this. Come on, let's do this, man. You, gotta, you can do this with us. I like the support that they had. For me, it says they're also very supportive of him in the locker room as well. Mm -hmm. So we know he's got – the team has his back. You know what I'm saying? The organization obviously has his back. He's got to start believing it at some point in time, man. It's got to click at some point in time, bro. Cause, and, again, I'm not saying by clicking it means 30 a game, 20 a game. You know, t just you have to look like you can play basketball, bro. Like you have to look like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, my God, yo, this dude can play. Mm -hmm. Like that's where I'm at with it right now. I need to see – where you're comfortable at, and you and you are comfortable being good at basketball. You're comfortable at being good at basketball, man. Right now, it just it doesn't look that way. Yeah. Um, yeah people in the comments. Get on the MF uh, QLM Gaming said, if, if Pat keeps up these performances, I can see the locker room ignoring him. Man, I've... Oh, that's a It takes a lot. Once teammates are bonded... Yeah. I mean, you got to do something worse than just performing poorly for your teammates to quit on you. True indeed. Um, and maybe as we're talking about, it's not just Pat performing poorly, like shots not falling, but if his teammates believe that he's not engaged, right. then maybe that becomes an issue. But I think that they would sit down and have a talk about it before just, you know, yeah. Dwight Schrute shunning him. Like, <laughs> don't think that's happening. Yeah. No, obviously I don't think it is either. Um, yeah, this team is bonded. They're, they're kind of unified and. And also, as part of the front office, they, they were all about these team-building things and, you know, continuity. Again, they're all about these kind of things. So, yeah, they got his back, but they, somebody's got to speak to him right. You know what I mean? I got, you got to say it to him right, man, because Billy Donovan's not going to – Billy Donovan's going to be like, look, bro, you don't want to be out there? Fine, you ain't going to be out there, man. 11 minutes? He was like, all right, you don't want to play. That's telling me he's telling him you don't want to play. And then putting him in, like you said, in, in, that, in that fourth quarter – 
is a message. That is a straight up and down message to Patrick Williams, man. I hope he hears it, man, because they talking to him. They talking to him. Man, please, Pat, please <laughs> do better on Monday. Just but, you know, here's, here's another fun test for you. We got to play the Celtics on Monday. Oh, isn't that and fun? Shout out to Ava with the Super Chat. He said, I miss calling in live on Hot Mike. <laughs> oh, man, those are the days. <laughs> When we those were all locked in our days. homes, hiding from a deadly disease. Yes, man. Ah, yes, those were the good old days. It's not like for the I had way too much facial hair on my face to be socially acceptable, but it's okay because we were all locked in our homes. And I mean locked in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean Shut down. There, man. Going nowhere. No, I, wanna, I have one closing thought on okay. the Pat, on Ooh, the pat okay. front. Closing thoughts and, from Joey. And Final words from it's, Jerry Springer. I, I, I maintain what I was saying <laughs> earlier. I, I maintain 100% faith that Pat can still be a productive and impactful player who does a ton on a winning team. But... I just think, especially for guys that have high lottery pick pedigree, you usually see them start to make a big difference early on in their career. And it's rare to find an example of a guy that is, you know, you see it for one year, maybe two, where the where the numbers are down. But usually in that year three is when that leap starts happening. It's just rare to find guys that take that star turn unless you're like a Giannis or a Jokic and you're coming in ridiculously raw. And so I guess I'm not concerned that he's not going to be able to figure it out and be productive, but I get I am getting more concerned that he's not going to take the big step forward that the Bulls were confident that mm-hmm. he was going to be able to do. It's fair. It's fair. It is. It's fair. And it's funny because, again, it's three games. Yeah. But it's the way you're looking in those three games. Like, dude, you've got to see more. you got to see more. Um, all right. got to take one more quick ad break here while we also, I think, are going to bring in the GOAT for a quick hit from the UC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, while Big Dave is reading this ad to you beautiful people. Uh-huh. Give us one of them thumbs up. We one got 250, 260 some watching live on YouTube and only 70 likes. Let's get those thumbs. Please yes. and thank you. Get them thumbs up. Get the thumbs up. And shout out to Celine, man. Thanks for the love on the hat, brother. I appreciate that. You know something I ain't never understand, Joey? Joey just ain't going to talk to me. That's what's going I, on No, right wait, now. Dave, like, what, just, Dave, what don't you understand? Yeah, I thought you were just, just, just ain't gonna I thought it was rhetoric. I thought it was rhetorical. Like that's, that's how we doing? Okay. I thought it was rhetorical. All right, all right, all right, all right. That, that hurt a little, Joey. It's okay. It's all right. Kick water on me, and then you don't answer my questions. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. I will live. But you know what I hate, Joey? I mean, it's true. You know what I hate, though? I never understood why them sunglasses are so expensive. Why? Why would you charge people so much money just to put something on their face just because they want to keep that sun up out of their eyes? Why would you do this? Why? You know who else believe what I believe? Shady Rays. Shady Rays said enough, damn it. We are tired of people paying this money. We want to save you some money, but you still get the same quality. So what you do, you come on down to Shady Rays. Hey, you don't have to break the bank and get quality sunglasses this fall because them people that Shady Rays got you covered. Those premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, sustainable durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. Okay. The best part of Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. The lost and broken replacements. Let's say Matt Peck is watching the game and he does a hat toss, but he forgot he got his Shady Rays right on his hat. And he tosses that joint and he breaks them on day one. Oh, no. Shady Rays said it's all good. We got the Matt Peck lost and broken replacements playing, baby. You break it, we got you covered. Brand new pair, no questions asked. Drop them in late, off a cliff, toss them on the hat, however you want it, they're going to replace them, man. Even with that strong of a protection plan, they still manage to make quality that I personally can tell you. Holding is just amazing things. Because I'm like, listen, them Shady Rays, I can't wait for them to get here, dude. I'm so excited to get them Shady Rays off my face. It's going to be awesome, man. Shady Rays customers <laughs> seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. It's just a wonderful, wonderful company. I'm glad they're down with us. Aren't you? Well, we're going to hook you up with something then, because exclusively for our listeners out there, Shady Rays is running the deepest deal of the season. Use that code. It's pretty deep. Yeah, it is. Not bad. Very white deep. C-H-G-O. Get yourself 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's C-H-G-O, y'all. Get yourself 50% 50% off. That's basically a buy one, get one free. What's that called, Matthew? BOGO. Mm, in your face. You can get two pairs for as low 
as 54 bucks, y'all. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all of their newest and best shades. Shady Rays! Get that about your face. <laughs> face? Uh, do we have the goat in the wings, Joey? Yes, but can we knock out the king of the game real quick? Let's do it. Perfect. We award king of the game. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot to do that when I was reading my, my DraftKings ad. It's Zach Levine. Zachary. Obviously. Attackery. In his first game of the season, 23 points on 9 of 16, three mm. boards, four dimes. Oh, Good to see Zachary Attackery back out there on the floor. It's an awesome thing to see the Attackery, Backery at the United Centerackery. It's a wonderful thing. Thank you, Zach. I'm not sure that last one worked. Worked but in my we, head. we can workshop it. Eh. We can workshop that while we eh. workshop print the it. hat dispenser. Print it, put it out. We're okay, good. or we can print <laughs> it. Oh, there it is. The goat sound effect is in effect. Goat talk is in effect. Oh, look the at the quaff. Look at the quaffness. The goat is here. Look at the quaffness. It's official. Dude, uh, I, Will, I don't know if you noticed, but somebody in our comments in pregame said that they could spot you from wherever they were sitting higher up and that your hair looked great. Yes, Will said your hair looked amazing, sir. I don't think we can hear Will. He's talking, but I don't think we can hear him. Are you muted? Will. I think he's muted. Oh, hold on, hold on. Try again. Try again, Will. Can you hear me? Hey! There we go. What's up, buddy? Here's the dulcet tones. Um, I, I was just trying to interject to say that the king of the game should have been Javante because he was amazing. And I love watching that guy. But uh, I appreciate Kevin. He's always looking down on me from the 200 level, so... <laughs> Thanks, Keishwo. And, uh, yeah, now we're back on track. What were, what were you asking me? <laughs> um, well, we hadn't uh, yet, but gross. Uh, let's just get your two cents on Pat because we just spent a lot of time talking about it. His minutes continued to drop tonight. <laughs> Billy sent him back out there for garbage time. I mean, was it discussed postgame? Um, I have not had a chance to talk with him. Uh it, it, it was just not good. Uh, there were a lot of other pretty big storylines going on that I think took away from his performance. And as the season goes on, I mean, it's it's still very early here, but we're starting to like some holes are being poked in this Bulls team, right? And I think Patrick is is one of them for sure, but hasn't really been exposed yet in the way that um, I think it will once games start going poorly. Like once we're not talking about Zach's knee so much, once, you know, they don't get a great win against the Heat in, in their season opener, then start, things start to go bad. I think some more fingers will start to point towards Patrick. But for now, um, he may be talking in the locker room, but I wanted to come chat with you guys. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just not, not much to say other than just really poor performance in three straight games and really beyond that into the preseason. Mm. Uh, will, seeing Zach back on the floor and how he was and how the knee responded, uh, what, what was your take on Zach's game tonight? I was impressed. I was a little worried that he might not have that same, you know, springiness and explosion that he had last year. Um, I don't think it's like fully back, but uh, certainly better than it looked in the preseason. I mean, we were sitting there talking about how he didn't look right and we weren't worried. Well, maybe we should have been worried because he didn't look right. And there was a reason for that. Uh, but he did look good. The first couple of plays, he came out and had a, a really explosive drive to the basket, dumped off a pass to Booch for a dunk. And then next play down, he hit a step back three. So he looked better, obviously, like was attacking as much as you can when there's Jared Allen and Evan Mobley down there. But uh, overall, pretty impressed with his play. We had a chance to talk with him after the game. And basically, he just said, it felt great. Uh, that was that, that was like the only, you know, what everything that he said about how he was feeling was it felt great. Um, they're going to they're going to continue to like work with medical training staff. He said the whole Chicago Bulls organization from top to bottom on, you know, what games he takes off, what games he uh, manages his injury or whatever verbiage they're using. Um, but he said he does think he'll play Monday against the Celtics. So we'll see. Uh, what did you think about Billy going 11 deep, uh, like out of the gate tonight uh, with Zach returning and throwing Derek Jones Jr. in there and the fact that Derek Jones Jr. actually ended up playing more minutes than Javante and Drummond? Yeah, it was interesting. I think the only reason they went, uh, well, it's a little strange that they went from basically nine all the way to 11. Like you'd think, okay, you, you insert Zach back into the lineup, but Javante and that bench unit with um, Goran, Kobe, and uh, and Caruso has been playing really well. Maybe, you know, you keep all those guys and you just run 10 deep, which is something he's kind of alluded to. Um, 
so to go 11 was a little bit surprising, but when somebody like Patrick is playing so poorly, you kind of have to, you know, fiddle with the lineups and try to insert some energy and some capacity. Obviously in the third quarter, um, Billy went with Javante with the rest of the starters and that lineup was awesome. That kind of gave them a little spark there and they, they fought their way back into single digits at one point, but um, that bench unit that had been really good throughout preseason was terrible tonight and they could not get anything going. They were all like minus 13 or minus 15. Um, just really disappointing and, uh, you know, uncharacteristic in Billy's terms uh, performance from those guys. So um, to, to answer the first part of the question about Derek Jones, like I think he was just looking for bodies to put in there that would like do something because that lineup was just getting killed. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you touched because that was going to be my question, you will, because I think you and I were on the same page about the bench and just how good we thought that they were going to be and especially how important we thought uh, they were going to be. And they just, I mean, in credit to the Cavs and just how they played tonight because they were lights out with the shooting. Um, but seeing that kind of shooting like up close, you know what I mean? What was, what was that? What was going through your mind? You know what I'm saying? I know you can't be completely on it, but what kind of was going through your mind watching that kind of shooting display? They dropped 70 in the first half. It was, it was incredible. Uh, for one, Donovan Mitchell is just so impressive to watch in person. He is so shifty. He gets so low to the ground on all these crossovers. He can just rise up on a dime um, and just, like, slices into the lane. It's, like, really, really impressive watching that guy. And as you said, I mean, they were, like, 10 of 14 in the first quarter on threes or something like that, uh, contested shots. And it really just, like, demoralized the Bulls. I mean, they were taking the ball out of the basket every single time down. Cavs were shooting, like, 88% on threes at one point. Um, it's kind of kind of a fluky shooting performance, but I think it does speak to, again, some of those holes that are going to start to be poked in this Bulls team about their defense and inability to pick up the ball at the point of attack. Um, really, I think, you know, it seeped in from both sides in terms of not being able to get stops, and then that killed their transition game. And so that bench unit is now playing in the half court, and they don't really have anybody that can initiate offense um, so it's just kind of a, a sloppy game that really snowballed out of hand. Do you think, Will, that Billy might take tomorrow to contemplate more tinkering, more changes potentially, before you got to face what looks to be a still very, very good Celtics team on Monday? Yeah, we are – not going to have practice tomorrow. The Bulls are not, not going to work here anymore. Tomorrow, so we won't. Uh, so we won't. Uh, we we won't really know like what they're going to go with. But as I was watching that game, I was like, "There's no way Javante is not starting on Monday against the Celtics." But yeah. um, I also kind of thought to myself, "There's no way that this five-man bench unit is going to come back in the game." In the second half, he went with Demar and with Zach with four of those guys. Um, I just I have a hard time believing he's going to throw anything out right now at this point of just like getting rid of that bench unit of just dumping Patrick to the bench. Maybe he does, but I think they're still in data acquisition mode. I think they're still experimenting and trying to figure out what works. And when you have these small samples against like really fluky outlier performances, I mean, the Bulls got absolutely smoked and they were not in the same class as the Cavaliers, but the Cavs also shot just an absurd percentage. I think makes this game kind of an outlier. So I don't think that you can just throw away the the lineups because the data is now totally skewed. Like I think they're going to need to to build a bigger sample. And you know they looked good against uh, a couple of teams in the preseason. They looked good in the previous couple of games. Actually, that's not true. They did not look good against the Wizards. But <laughs> we'll just have to see. I mean, I think they'll uh, they'll have to keep throwing it out there and seeing what happens. But I mean. There was like a five-minute period from one and a half minutes left in the first quarter to like eight minutes in the second quarter where just that bench unit was in and they went down by 15 points. And it's like yeah. that that basically lost them the game. They just th – that was it. Rough. Uh, is, there, is there any shot, Will, of um, Dale and Terry getting in it? Because, of course, fans are calling and right here – Calling for Dale and Terry. Big to bro get wants to do more than I do. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they they want Dale and Terry in there, especially, you know, seeing how Patrick Williams has been playing and seeing how poorly the bench played tonight. Maybe they're looking for some kind of spark. Uh, what are your feelings on Dale and Terry getting some playing time now? 
I mean, if they want to play fast and they want to play defense and want to run and get out in transition, then, yeah, I mean, Dalen is like one of the few guys that has the skill set to do that. I think he's still a ways away in terms of understanding the game and just like being able to read, especially at the pace that he plays. Like that's even harder to pick up on. Um, You also saw him drive on his first possession and just kind of like lose the ball. He's really skinny. And so when he drives into contact, it's hard to really like take any sort of physicality and finish. Um, I, I do think he's a ways away, but again, it's the same point as Derek Jones Jr., where like you just you gotta throw guys in there and see if it works because what they had going tonight was not working. And Derek Jones has a lot of the same uh, pros and cons to his game. He's also super skinny. He's also super athletic. He loves to run up and down. So I could see it happening. Um, I don't, but I think that would require like some injury or like Patrick getting demoted again or something like that i don't know it's just like you, can, you can't really play 12 or 13 guys in a in a real game will thank you for stopping by to spend some of your time with us um everybody make sure you're That's checking out out. will's written work allchgo.com yeah. uh tomorrow and throughout all of next week doing his great reporting from the uc tonight go we miss you glad you made a new friend tell hi to that security guard tell him thanks for watching you say, our hey, show. No, you will you say he know you? No, I was I was kidding. I was just I'm about to say. Okay, I'm about <laughs> to say. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that was true. He, he recognized us, and yeah, he said he loves our show, and I was like, oh my god, somebody watches. That's awesome. <laughs> no one, no one can't not recognize that hair. Will that's a fact. It's too beautiful. Yeah, I need a cut. It's it's getting too long. I need a cut. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, we will see you back here at the studio on Monday. Or wait, no. Are you at the UC on Monday? Uh, yes, I believe it's a home game. So I will not see Monday, but darn. All right. Well, Wednesday next off day. Okay. Next off day. We'll see you. Well, we'll miss you. Yes, sir. Follow Will on Twitter at Will underscore Gottlieb. Everybody have a good night, bud. Peace. Go read Will's column. I'll see show.com. Do that. Uh, real quick. One more super chat. Uh, Matthew Ray, Zach had horrible, no good, very bad defense tonight. Love the literary reference, yeah, but I'm going to let Laura Lou 77 take it in the comments who just said, LOL at Matthew Ray, you paid money to be wrong. Uh, look, um, I don't know if harping on Zach's defense is one of the primary things that yeah. we need to be doing tonight. Also, I thought he got hosed on that one foul call Definitely. when he was going for a steal yes. and Donovan Mitchell just flailed. Dude. Like, as my brother would call it, uh, a French soccer player. Yes. And I was like, no, Zach just, like, made a good play there. Dude, he got it. Vooch on his steal mm. when he got called a foul. Um, when Karis LeVert went up sideways to shoot a shot and they called a foul for that. I'm, it, yeah. Right. It was bad. It was, it was bad. bad. Uh, before we get out of here, I wanted to end on a high note. All right. That was high really, notes. really ugly game. High notes. And I told you I had a little show and tell for you. You said this, sir. Um, show and so tell with Matt Peck. If you recall, Dave, you remember earlier this year when I was just sitting over there at one of the uh, you know workspaces? Right over there. And you All just right. strolled up to me super casually. And That's how I do. threw me a, a box. And you were like, hey, this is for you. I threw you a Yes. I and then so. I opened the box, and inside the box – was a Joakim Noah jersey. I do remember. That you got, it wasn't my birthday. It wasn't no, a holiday. No. You just got me a Joakim Noah jersey. Yeah, you're my guy. Because you're my guy. Yes, sir. Um, it was an autographed Joakim Noah Yes, jersey. absolutely. Remember a few years ago, mm -hmm. for Christmas, I think it was season one of Outsiders. Yes. We had only known each other a few months. Yes. But we did decide, you, me, and John, to do a, a holiday gift exchange. We did, yes. You got me a framed picture of Joakim going into primal screaming Super Saiyan Joakim mode. I did. I definitely did. So yes. you've got me two wonderful Joakim gifts. Yes, I did. And tonight was Cleveland night. Yes, it was. Wearing the Joakim shirt. Got you. So I wanted to show you. Okay. All right. What well, we got happening here? Mm. It's show and tell happening with young Matthew Peck. He's picking up something. He wouldn't let me see it. Let's see what it is. Let's see what it is. Turn that around. Bam. Oh, got it nice and free with the picture in that. Wow. In there, baby. Got a twofer right there. That is beautiful, sir. That, that is beautiful work. Wanted to shoot. That's I, awesome, I man. I need a microphone. Yeah, you're going to need that. That's awesome. Shout out to the Frame Shop Shout out. in Wicker Park Shout on out. North Ave. Uh, there are multiple locations of the frame shop, but I went to the one on Wicker Park. Okay. Uh, Dave was the one who helped me out of the store. Hey, Alex Dave. is the one who did the framing. What up, Alex? They do incredible work, uh, especially if you got Chicago sports memorabilia. Yeah. I got this Noah stuff framed. I also got a Cubs thing framed, a Blackhawks thing framed. Yeah. 
So stoked. Picked it up on the way to the office today. Yeah. And I was like, it's Joe Keem Day because we're playing the Cavs. Obviously. And I wanted to show you what I did with the beautiful gifts you got that me. That is amazing, though. I know you cannot. Uh, do you have the space right now where you want to put it? I haven't decided where I'm going to hang it yet. Okay. Got to be somewhere special. Got to, man. Got to, man. That this is, is Joe Keem. That is. I'm glad you have that. You, you have done what I wanted you to do with that jersey. Sir. I was confused. I thought you were giving that to Dave. I didn't oh, realize. Hell no. Oh, no. He called it show. I didn't show. realize that that was what Dave, both things Dave got you combined yeah. into one. No, Dave got me two beautiful gifts. Yeah. Right. And then I wanted to see, I wanted to show him what I did. Yeah. Because to I show him how much I, I you you were gonna hand the thing to gifts. Dave and say here take it and then you just weren't gonna let go. He was gonna be trying to take, it. take it, just go ahead. No, just I grab can't. it. I can't just grab it. Like Matt, you've become very strong all of a sudden. Like, what's I mean, going you on? you can like borrow it for a week sometime if you want to hang it on your no, wall. No sir, no but, sir. I'm good. I'm uh, good, man. Yeah, that is all for you. That means that much more to you than it ever will to me. And I'm happy that you're doing something with it, sir. Look at, Look at that joy. Look at the joy on the his scream. face. Really Look at the screaming Look at face. That's I awesome. love it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's cool, man. And I got to see Joe Keem with that commercial like four yeah. or five times tonight. You can, you're going to see that more often now. You know that commercial is going to be running. Oh, it's true. So, yeah. So, your, your stress levels will be down it for a second. is true. Yeah, for a Thanks, second. Thanks, buddy. No Appreciate problem, the gifts. Glad I could do it. Check man. them out. Frame Shop. If you need something framed, Chicago Sports Memorabilia, art, anything, check them out. Dave, Alex, they'll hook you up. Boom. That's it. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Hit that like button if you haven't already before you head out of here. Make sure you're subscribed to the CHGO Sports YouTube channel. No Bears tomorrow. They're playing another primetime game. Why? Why? So we'll actually be here Monday night yes. when the Bears and the Bears CHGO Bears crew are also here for Monday Night Football. Who will be louder? <sighs> Joe, you, you've seen... You've watched yeah, it depends if Cody's watching with them. It depends what their crew is okay. and how much money is bet on the game. Okay. <laughs> I I'm, okay. I might be like deathly silent if we're getting worked by thirty by the Celtics. You're great, excellent point. Well, holding that bag around. recording says he's not worried about the Celtics. I saw at that all and uh, laugh at all. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Talk. Goodness gracious. Yeah, well, we could walk around and watch the Bears game and see. You know, they'll probably get take a break from the Bulls getting beat to, yeah, watch, to watch the, the Bears, Bears get beat. beat. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. I love that. But it's Justin Fields, so it's different. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Um, thank you again for hanging out with us. Follow us on Twitter if you aren't already. Bulls underscore Peck. Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. Our incredible producer and our great pal Joey is at Joey Spathis on Twitter. Give He's him okay. a follow as well. Follow Will, Will underscore Golly. Mark is at MK Hoops. We okay. are show underscore Bulls. Bulls. Until Monday. All right. Have a great rest of your weekend, Bulls Enjoy Nation. It. Enjoy your Sundays. No bears, no bulls. Don't mm. stress. Uh. And we'll talk to you on Monday. See you, be good. Peace.